everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. My name is Jeff Mareva. I'm the director of the show, and I'm here with the host, Mr. Robert Birch. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are yeah? you doing today? Oh, pretty good. You know, it's a good day for a movie. It's a good day for a movie <laughs> podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we don't get to watch the movie today, unfortunately. Oh. Um, we have to wait till Saturday. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, But uh, anyway, we've got a great movie this week. Um, this week, Bringing Up Baby, mm-hmm. 1938. Cary Grant, Catherine Hepburn, right? Um, just one of the great classics. Um, 1938. I mean, isn't it crazy to think it's 85 years All old? Right? Oh yeah. I mean, crazy. Well, yeah. yeah. A madcap comedy. Madcap comedy. Right. Yeah. Uh, Howard Hawks uh, considered his best film. Right. Now. Now. <laughs> yeah. At the time. At the time, it was a flop. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, now it's considered to be his, one of the greats. One of the greats. He was actually fired from his next project with RKO because this movie was such a box office flop. And um, and I and I watched it again recently, and I it's a good movie. Yeah. Like I don't know why it was a box office flop. Mm. Catherine Hepburn had kind of been deemed box, box office, office poison. poison. Yeah, yeah. You don't. Um, that's not good for you. No, career. that is not good for your movie advertisements. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the Independent uh, Theater Owners Association. Uh, they had uh, also on that list, uh, you know, Hepburn was at the top of it, but there was uh, Joan Crawford, Marlena Dietrich, and um, Ooh, Gloria know. Swanson. Gloria I think. Swanson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they said, you know, that any picture with this actor in it or actress uh, was just not going to make money. Not going to make money. Yeah. Um, and you know, I just realized I forgot to say. Tune in on Saturday at 9 o'clock to see this movie. Yeah. Uh, this movie airs Saturday at 9, this coming Saturday at 9 at OET, on OETA. Because it and, is really good. And it is a really it's good funny. one. It's funny. Very um, funny. So, yeah, Saturdays at 9. We repeat Fridays at 11. Mm-hmm. Also, if you, miss, if you miss it on Fridays or Saturdays at 9. So It's um, about a, uh, a, a paleontologist, right, yeah. <laughs> That you know, played by Cary Grant, who um, is constantly irritated by this um, uh, this society lady that just happens to own a pet leopard right which is you know baby bringing baby, up baby, baby right that's the character and the leopard, uh, yep. so it's all the screwball antics that happen howard hawks um yeah he didn't really care for the script or how it was going because he 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 thought well it is going to it's going to flop because nobody in this cast is normal Right. <laughs> there was nobody he There's, thought that the audience could identify with. Right. That's funny. Um, well, Catherine Hepburn had never done comedy before this. Uh-huh. Um, and had to be coached by Howard Hawks a lot. Um, and apparently um, worked with several veteran vaudevillians. Right. He brought them in. Brought them in to teach her comedy. Gave a couple of them parts in the film, yeah. you know, as payment, basically. Yeah. yeah. And and so then at uh, at the end of... His um, shooting time with Hepburn, uh, the director, Howard Hawks, he he said that he had come to, uh, you know, after a bad start, that he had really come to respect Hepburn and yeah. her comic timing, of yeah. all things. You know, that she had picked it up. He said that she had the timing of a, a fine boxer that, <laughs> uh, that, you know, she could deliver, uh, you know, uh, with the greatest. Yeah. Man. Um, I I, I just don't I, I, again I wasn't around back then but 
I don't understand the box office poison thing. Like, yeah. I, just, I watch her in movies now, and I don't see her as box office poison, but... Well, nowadays, who would you say oh, would know. be on that list? Oh, that's um, a good question. That's a really good question. Yeah. We might have to do a whole show about that. You know, our our <laughs> listeners could uh, comment. They could on that. You know, and we could uh, we could talk about that uh, later. You know, who do you think? Or, you know, it's who, it's a negative thing, though, isn't it? But yeah, it's uh, fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who is on your box office poison list? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think everybody has their own personal people of like, sure. oh, if that person's in a movie, I'm not going to go see yeah. it. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of somebody that like the general population of the country uh-huh. thinks, oh, I'm not going to go see that movie because Rob Jack Schneider. Black's in it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Jack Black. <laughs> Rob Schneider. <laughs> No offense, guys, if you're listening. Sorry, dude. Um, so, um, so let's talk a, bit, a little bit more about Baby, the leopard uh-huh. in this. Catherine Hepburn had a couple close calls with Baby. Yeah. yeah. So, it is a wild animal. It is a wild animal. And apparently, they let it kind of just roam freely when At filming first. started. Yeah. Yeah, until this close call with Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, she had, um, you know, and it sounds like they were just trying to irritate the, oh, the leopard because uh, she had a dress on. And around the uh, bottom of the skirt is uh, all these little silver or metal uh, things were hanging down that would, you know, catch the light. Right. And, you know, would also make the material fall, you know. Right. Weighted it down probably. Well, she does a quick turn and it caught the attention of the leopard who makes a move (laughs) at her. And it was only the trainer's whip that kept her from being mauled. He was going to jump on her back. Yeah. Wow. So then they quit shooting out and roaming freely. Right. And they put him in a big cage that they built um, a set around. Uh-huh. And then they would, they would in the set, they built holes for the camera. Uh-huh. And, and so the, the microphone. And the microphones and yeah. all that. Yeah. And uh, so, so all the scene, or well, I guess... I, I say all, I guess all the ones that they started shooting after the incident or near incident. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess after that, everything was shot through a hole in the wall. And, and you can kind of see in a bathroom scene. Yes. Uh, you can see a reflection off of the, the uh, it's like plexiglass or glass yeah. partition between the actors and the crew and uh, the leopard. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, Cary Grant... From the very start, he wouldn't have anything to do with that leopard. leopard, Yeah, he, you know, he's he was just afraid of it. Yeah, he. uh, Well, it's a, it's a deadly animal. I mean, (laughs) that thing could kill you in a nanosecond. But Hepburn was able to pet it. Yeah, Uh, she was able to work with it, and um, you know, the trainer later said, you know, he uh, if she had, he says she's fearless. If she wanted to, she could work as an animal trainer. Uh, that she worked so well with that. You know, here's a professional animal guy, you know, who's saying she could do it. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he was terrified of that. And they pranked him a lot. Uh Apparently, like, uh, Catherine Hepburn, like, put a stuffed animal leopard, like, with his heads just poking out of the (laughs) the ventilation shaft or whatever. Just a devil. Just, yeah. But they were good friends. You know, they were really good friends. They socialized off screen. With their uh, significant others, you know, Hepburn was date her boyfriend right. was Howard Hughes, right at the time. Wow, who owned RKO Pictures, right, and who had suggested, you know, Cary Grant for this part. 
you know, when the studio head tells you he suggests a, you know, an actor for a part, it's pretty much uh, you're going to use that guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought it was really funny just to find out that Catherine Hepburn apparently was a talker. <laughs> and hard to believe. Hard to believe. Um, now, apparently she loved to talk so much that she couldn't stop talking when she was offset and uh-huh. supposed to be quiet for the cameras and the microphones and everything. <laughs> and um, there was a really good, like, apparently Hawks would just repeat quiet, quiet, quiet on the set, quiet on the set. And she would still just start talking and start talking. So apparently what finally got her to stop was he asked the crew to stop everything. And finally she just realized, wait a minute, no one's doing anything. And I'm sitting here talking and she asked, what's the matter? And he said, you're acting a good part of a parrot. And if you're going to keep doing it, we're just going to sit here and watch you. <laughs> and apparently that... Uh, but she said, oh, so she takes him to the she side. She takes him to the side and said, don't talk to me like that in front of the... Because I have several friends here, yeah. right? And so Hawks uh, uh, looks up into the um, the grid to a like a, just a random stage hand, uh, yeah, yeah stagehand and says, um, you know, he's a lighting guy. And he says, uh, so um, if you were going to drop a light on one of the two of us, who would it be? And he and the without even missing a beat, the guy goes, step out of the way, Mister Hawks. <laughs> And Catherine Hepburn goes, well, I guess I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you were wrong. Yeah. You were wrong. Um, RKO, like, still, uh, yeah, she was box office poison. Uh RKO didn't want anything to do with her after this movie. But they were still committed to pay her for two more films that she was under contract for at 75000 bucks each, which to, by today's standards doesn't sound like anything. Right, but then. But in 1938 yeah. or whatever, I mean, that's huge money. And Cary Grant was only getting like 50 a picture. Right, yeah. And so for this, he was like, oh, she's getting 75 Oh, I need to get 75 you know, Yeah, and so... And they yeah. upped him, yeah. And all the little bonuses uh, that she was getting at, at the well, time, she, too. Well, she was actually also part investor. So even uh-huh. though she never got royalties as an actress, she got royalties as an investor. Right. And still, apparently, her family still does. Well, the film um, didn't make money at the time. Right. But it has made it has money, money over, now, the, yeah. over the years, yeah. But RKO, I thought it was so funny to get rid of her because they didn't want to buy out her, you know, to, I guess, what is that, $150,000 contract. Uh-huh. Um to get rid of her, they assigned her to make a very low-budget B-movie uh. called Mother Carrie's Chickens. <laughs> now, that's, uh, two, that's a name. That's Mother a name. Carrie. Mother Carrie. Uh-huh. Apostrophe S. Right. Mother Carrie's her Chicken. chickens. Yeah. And rather okay. than make the film, Catherine Hepburn bought out her own contract. <laughs> so she didn't have to make she that She didn't picture. have to make the yeah. film. She but spent $150,000 to not make a film. <laughs> But that's so short-sighted. I mean, you've got somebody, a major talent like that, right? And she made fabulous pictures, you know, later in her career. It's, you know, it seems to me like a failure of uh, imagination on the executive's part. You know, and, and of course, you know, you'd find very few people who said they were a whole lot of imaginative studio executives, you know. (laughs) But they could have done so much with her. And, you know, really just wanted out of her contract. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I read that Christopher Reeve had based his Superman character, his Clark Kent character, I should say, Uh um, on Cary Grant's 
Huxley character. That makes so much sense. It makes so much sense now. You think, you know, you're like, oh, that's perfect. And well, what's and funny is Howard Hawks right. modeled Cary Grant's character after a, a silent comedian named Harold Lloyd, who uh-huh. I actually hadn't, I'd heard of, but I'd never oh, yeah. actually seen any of his films. Oh, now, I guarantee you've seen the one, uh, you know, he's high up, the modern times, right? Yes. I think, no, no, that's a chaplain, but um, this, he's, he's high up on a building and he's, he grabs like a clock face and he you know it looks like he's gonna fall off the side that's you know and he's wearing those round glasses yeah harold lloyd yeah yeah but yeah i i uh like i said i i it was really cool to watch some of those silent movies um uh-huh. but uh but yeah um let's talk about asta the dog because we <laughs> the just talked about dangerous the other dangerous animal, animal, animal on this set because we just talked about Asta three yeah, or four weeks ago. Man. We did The Thin Man. Right. And, and he's always uh, he's in every Thin Man film. Yes. And um, so we talked about during Thin Man, he, he bit Myrna Loy. Uh-huh. Um, Myrna Loy was not a fan. Uh-huh. Um, and apparently in this movie, he was behaved. Right. Well, he had a leopard there. He had a leopard there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm not messing with that. <laughs> I'm not messing with that cat. <laughs> well, and, and Cary Grant had, uh, was in another film with Asta. Yeah. The Awful Truth. Awful Truth in 37, the yeah. you know, year before this. So he, he had no problem, you know, working with Asta. It was just uh, Baby that uh, he had a problem with. Yeah. I, I just can't believe that it fared so badly at the box office that Howard Hawks was fired from his yeah. next RKO production. I mean, that's, I mean, that's just a cutthroat business. I mean, oh, you think of man. it, I mean, even today, mm-hmm. even uh, not even just movies, even just television shows. I mean, you know, you, oh, yeah. you get what, two shows. And if it doesn't take off, you're cut, man. You're well, just Seinfeld <laughs> went for how many, like three seasons before it really found an audience. Yeah. But see, they don't let shows not do that anymore. anymore. No, yeah. they don't, they don't let that happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, about the last time I think I can remember that happening is the show Lost. Remember the Lost uh-huh. show Lost oh, on ABC? Oh boy, do I! Remember. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it took not a, a few, favorite, but no, uh, I liked it. But it took a few seasons for it to before people. But I didn't even like. I heard about it, and people were like, "Oh, it's this great new show," and I'm like, "Cool." And I went and looked, and it was like uh-huh. in season four. You know, I was like, "Okay," um, but uh, but yeah, anymore you don't get multiple seasons no, to try to get, gain an audience. Mm-mm. You get three, four shows, maybe. It needs to be a hit from the pilot almost. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So That's sad because there's a lot of projects that really should be given time yeah. to develop. You know, But now nope. yeah, we're watching Young Sheldon. Or, you know, <laughs> oh, right. Well. Yeah. One of the things that I think is weird about this movie that I, I, I started noticing about Maybe thirty or forty minutes into it, there's no music in this movie. Uh-huh. You know, almost every movie in the world oh, has yeah. music. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's music at the beginning and the end during the, sure. the credits and the opening titles. There's some music, but as far as a score for the rest of the movie, not a sound of music. I've, I every time I've seen it, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. No musical score. So you learn something new learn every something day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. This is actually the second of four movies um, that Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn did together. Yeah. Um, Can you name them? Of course not. No. <laughs> um, I didn't write that down. I, I'm not prepared for this. Um, no. Uh, um, yeah, no, they, they did four movies together. Yeah. And, um, uh, but, yeah, this was the second one. Um, I, I I literally couldn't think of the others. I. Yeah. I I read this. And well, thought, oh, the Philadelphia story. They're in that together. Of course. Yeah. Right. Thank, thank you. That's okay. I, of course. Put, write that one down. Yeah. And then um, 
Yeah. Uh, and then you can't think I'm of any of the rest. Blank. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, okay. I, can't, I can't think of it. <laughs> but uh, let, write in and let us know. Yeah. And I'll look it up. I'll, I'll look it up after this and go, oh, of course. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that Now, one. you know, uh, we were talking about Harold Lloyd. He was actually brought in. He was one of those comedians that were brought in. Yes. To, yes. to help Catherine Hepburn with her comedy. Yeah. And she, after that, you know, nobody ever accused her of not being able to do comedy. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. She did so well in this that she gained a reputation as a comedic actress. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that, <laughs> I just think that's so funny that she had to have vaudevillian comedians come in and teach her to do comedy. Well, and Cary Grant had done vaudeville himself, so yes. he was yeah. very familiar with, with comedy. Yeah. And Cary Grant actually um, had quoted, there was a quote of him saying, um, and I'll mess it up here, but something about how he didn't think he was going to be a star because his... He was 34 or something, and he, uh-huh. he hadn't had a big hit yet. And James Stewart, Jimmy Stewart, James Stewart had Earl already Flynn. had a hit. Already, already had a hit, and yeah. And um, so he was kind of, you know, not confident going into this movie. I don't. So think. then he later goes on to do, you know, the Philadelphia Story with Catherine Hepburn and Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. You know, who uh, at the time was probably one of the biggest stars. But, oh yeah, you know, I don't think anybody gets bigger than Cary Grant either. You know, huge. Oh man, no, yeah. His, I mean, his story. I mean, his career is just. But just insane. Think, he's thirty-four in in this, right? And this is an early, early picture. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, by the time he was retired, he came out of retirement for to to catch a thief. Yes. With Hitchcock, and then uh, uh, his other Hitchcock film, North by Northwest. Yeah. He had been in retirement and came out of... Oh, I didn't so, know that. For North yeah, North, he, North felt, he felt that, you know, he was too old to do uh, a lot of the stunts right. in North by Northwest. Yeah. But, you know, it shows you, you know, how wrong you can be. Right. Um, I didn't know that the museum shots, scenes and all this were at the museum, Los Angeles Museum of Natural History. Uh-huh. I thought that was a cool fact. Well, and I think, uh, didn't they do Night at the Museum? Night at the... Uh, there? <laughs> I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yep. you've got a link. It's like uh, six, uh, three degrees of Kevin Bacon, only with, uh, <laughs> what, uh, Ben Stiller ben and St- Cary Grant. <laughs> I like it. Um, I wanted to know, and I could not find any more, elabor- any more uh, detail on this, um, but apparently the original script for this movie had a very elaborate pie fight. Ah, and I want to know where and when and what scene that was going to be, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and and why it didn't happen. But I couldn't find that information. They did so. not want it to devolve into the Three Stooges <laughs> I guess so, Yeah, right. I guess they're like, well, it's already screwball <laughs> enough. Um, so it's more highbrow, you know. It's uh, it's not. It is. Uh, it's 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 not. It's screwball comedy. Yeah, which I, I think uh, Howard Hawks is the one that actually came up with the term because. Again, he he thought nobody is going to believe these characters because there's nobody that's normal in this. Right. Uh, no character that's normal in this film, you know. <laughs> and so he came up with the he's it's their screwball because it's filled with a bunch of screwballs. Yeah, screwball comedy. <laughs> um, okay, a couple more interesting facts. Catherine Hepburn served high tea every day at four o'clock on the set. Well, of course she did. Of course, yeah. <laughs> It makes oh, sense. tea break. Time for tea. It's time for tea right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then another great thing I thought was funny about this. Apparently, Howard Hawks canceled several days of shooting 
to take the cast to the races. <laughs> what? He took the cast to the races. Apparently, he spent a lot of money taking the cast to the races, canceling shoots. Apparently, he anytime the cast like did a really, he was pleased with a really good scene. He would buy the cast an entire case or two of champagne and expensive champagne and. Like, yeah, apparently... Put yeah. it on Warner's bill? Exactly. What? <laughs> exactly. That's we'll just what... put our losses at, at uh, Santa Rosita on on the Warner Brothers dime right Now, here, how much do you think that actually had to do with him not getting his next job at RKO? <laughs> it's like, well, this movie's not great, and you spent all our money. You gambled on the horses <laughs> with our money. With our production money. <laughs> you bought, you know... Uh, Dom Perignon, a case, 50 cases of Dom Perignon, or <laughs> no way, no way. Yeah, the executives don't like to hear that. They no. don't like to see that in their. Yeah, program. they don't. Yeah. They don't like to see a four hundred thousand dollar movie cost seven hundred thousand <laughs> <laughs> because of drinking and gambling. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our time with bringing oh, up baby. Yeah. Um, well. I do want to give a shout out this week to Randall Burris, who sent in a photo with his daughter and Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. Which I love Adam Sandler. Uh-huh. I, I, I think I grew up with him on Saturday Night Live. Well, and, yeah, I liked him on Saturday Night Live. Uh, I didn't like his films early on, but, you know, they sort of grow on you. Yeah. And then, you know, he's really come become uh, a really good serious actor. Serious actor, actor yeah. Yeah. I like his earlier films. They're stupid, but I like them. Like Billy Madison. I just uh-huh. love Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Those the Waterboy. Waterboy's great. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we got a celebrity photo of him this week coming up. Um, so thank you to Randall Burris for sending yeah. that in. Um, you don't want to miss Bringing Up Baby, Saturday night at 9. Coming up the next week after that, we've got another Cary Grant comedy, uh-huh. Arsenic and Old Lace. Yeah. Um, so that's coming up October 22nd. So tune in next week for that. If and, you've um, seen the play, if you've gone to a high school production of, of that. <laughs> yeah, I was in a high school production of it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll want to tune in and see the movie then. That's right. You know. yeah. <laughs> it actually is a pretty good movie. It's, uh-huh. pretty, it's pretty funny. It's oh, pretty good. good. It's pretty good. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Please send in those celebrity photos. Um, you'll be getting the address here in a second to send those into. And uh-huh. when you do, please include a story. Um, it's so it's so heartbreaking when we open up a letter or we get an email and it's like, you know, I don't know, some great Sean Connery yeah, or some Sean great Connery star. And it's and like, Bill this Johnson. is me and Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, but, but, but. So, yes. Where did you meet Sean Connery? Yeah, how the, what did he say to you? Yes. You know, um, um, so include all yeah. that in those celebrity photos, please. It, it really helps out. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So until next week, everybody, take care. Bye-bye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.